0: And now live on FXBGPublicRadio.com and new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck.
1: Below the Deck.
0: With Nick. On FXBG Public Radio. FXBG Public Radio. FXBG Public Radio. FXBG
1: Public Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Um, Tonight, we got special guests in the building. We got cooler, Miss Queen Kong. And I'm allowed to do that tonight. (laughs) What's going on, Miss Miss Kong?
2: Nothing much. I am... Uh, very blessed, feeling nice and flourished and successful and ready to pop off on this interview. I know that much.
1: We got the energy. Up. Well, I love yeah. it. Um, for y'all who don't know uh, Miss Queen Kong, Kula, um mm-hmm. she is an artist. Um, out of VA. I've, I've obviously, the people who listen to our show know we're out here in Fredericksburg. She's out there in Petersburg, down there a little bit south, down in the Richmond area. Um, shout out VA's zone in this building tonight. Um, yeah. so, um, Miss Kula, for people who do not know you, um, in our area, can you just give a quick little introduction of yourself and kind of what you do?
2: I I don't mind if I do. My name is Kula Von Seal, A.K.A. Queen Krong. A.K.A. V.A. Secret Weapon, baby. And if you don't know, you know now. Okay? No. So, born and raised in V.A., uh, graduated from ODU down in the 757. Boop, boop. Uh Take major pride in being from and uh, born and raised in Virginia. So, there's no other state in the 50 states that's better than Virginia. You so, heard
1: it here first. Without, you heard it. Yes.
2: <laughs> VA is the best state ever. You heard it here first.
1: If you don't know nothing else, you don't learn nothing from tonight's show. Know that. VA is Facts. the best
2: state ever. Facts. I'm not going to the A. I'm not going to Florida. I'm not going to L.A. I'm not going to New York. I'm going to stay right in my home VA. state. And I'm going to manifest this music hip-hop industry in Virginia. That's what we're going to do.
1: I love it. I love it. That is a great, great message. And that is Virginia. In a nutshell, anybody who's really from VA respects that, I will tell you that because that is 1,000% the mentality of a lot of the people out here. Some of the people want trying to get out of here. Go. Go whatever. Go wherever yeah. you think it's calling you because it ain't going to be the yeah, same. I mean,
2: you, if that's where you want going to go. That's where your path's leading you. But my path say uh, flourish in your own, like, more so make sure your yard is green before you go water somebody else's. So that's how I feel about my state.
1: Well, I feel that same way, too. And also a lot of artists don't understand, too, from being from here, which is having, like, the confidence that you have, which is confidence in yourself and also respect for your actual city, where a lot of people, I'm going to try to go make it in Hollywood. Everybody from Hollywood is already from Hollywood, and everybody else is going there. So why would you go put yourself in the competition with all the other people who were not even from where you're from? Don't respect what you're doing. Don't know your culture in your area because a lot of people just hear Virginia and think, like, you're from the country. Like, oh, you're from some southern, like, what is that? Some, like, hay fields and bay. And you're like, "Mm, there's some of those around here. It's yeah, definitely around no, here, but, you know, like, that's a a not, march, yeah, people don't understand.
2: parts in under- VA you can't be walking alone in either. No,
1: there's parts that you're not allowed to go to. Like, I would mm-hmm. heavily suggest that if you're not from there that you would not be in that area. That's a big 757 to seven cities. and all, <laughs> like, Oh, my
2: goodness. Don't
1: go down. Don't be out there messing around. Like Yeah, like don't like, be out
2: there pouring to P-Town and uh yeah. suffer. You don't know nobody. <laughs>
1: nah, you don't be out in Norfolk if you don't know nobody. Don't be down there. Like, the beach is the beach. Nope. Like, stay at the beach. Stay at the residential areas if you out there. Because if you mess around even at the beach, like, there are areas where you do not want to end up at. I'll tell you that. Um, and
2: I'm l- from Virginia. There's some places I'm like, yeah, I'm
1: not going here. Nah, if you don't know, no. If you don't got no business, ain't no reason for you to be over there. <laughs> I don't <laughs> got no business over here. Care, so shouldn't know. have been there. Um, yeah, and that's a big thing a lot of people don't understand. It's a big it's a, it's a very wide variety of of different cultures and towns all together in one i think which is why it's like a very crazy place because depending on where you're at you could either be you know there's mo- there's a lot of military bases so there's like yeah. military people suburbs and then there's like areas where you're like there's a little bit less and then there's country areas too where you're like oh that's the country spot so it's like a little bit of everything Depending on and where that's you're all at.
2: Virginia, man. Yeah. You get all seasons. You get all diverse um, people culturally. Like you said, 757 is a lot of military. So, you uh, in that area, you come to VA. Right. Not a lot of people are from VA in that area. You come right. to VA, work, whatever. So, it's a nice little melting pot down there. Then you have Richmond and all the areas surrounded by VCU, U of R, Union. So, they have this like, Cultural melting pot of all the universities, so it's real college preppy hashtag RVA, you know. Oh and yeah. Of course, you could go what Nova.
1: Nova, so you, you start going third, down
2: Alexandria. Yeah, you, and got you that start hitting right there, some so. of your
1: HBC users in here, and um, so they, we got a couple like different. It's like a very wide range of like you know even like yeah. college wise and and things. So it's like it's very very diverse. I think a lot of people. Don't understand, you know it depends on too how far south you are and how north you are because obviously the more north you get, it starts becoming more like d c and that kind of area um yeah. and the middle is just you know the middle and then the south. The
2: middle. Central, Central V.A.? Yeah, it's,
1: it's just like, yeah, there's a, there's a little spot where it's just like, you know, it's not like a whole rich area, like where you're, you're up there. It's not a whole rich area, it's not a poor area, it's just like a lot of people, though, and it's just like, just regular, like just a whole bunch of different, you know, I guess cultures of people, which is why, you know, you see a lot. You're like, hey, there's Spanish cultures, there's, you know... There's old school styles, and obviously they got the racist stuff, and whatever, obviously you see that's coming out with the news and stuff, and they got all that kind of stuff, too, um, with the I mean, historically south, is, but it's not. the
2: Confederate capital.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean, but it doesn't come off that way. Whenever, like, if you were no, to. No, it doesn't. It you, doesn't historically, either. yeah, historically thinking about it, you're like, oh, that was the uh, capital of the south, but you find out that Georgia is, like, way more, like, overly aggressive, like, southern state than uh, Virginia is.
2: Mm-hmm. it is. Virginia is what I call the southern state.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I, I call myself a southern rapper. <laughs> and when I have to explain what that means. It's like we're the, we're the bottom of the north, but we're the top of the south. So right. we stop the north, but we start the south. So we have a huge melting pot of up-top culture and down-south culture especially when we had a lot of high traffic in the 80s and 90s, up and down 95. A lot of people from, you know, deep south came up to Virginia because they felt like Virginia was popping, it was moving, it was shaking. But then a lot of people from up top came to Virginia because they felt like Virginia was slower, you
1: know it's slower than dc right that's yeah yeah, our area grew up huge because of that because we used to be like a normal area but we're right by quantico and now we have the train station so everybody that works in dc lives here and they just Mm -hmm. ride to the city for their work but they're like we're not parking and living here this is a city like the city's crazy but this is suburbs and Get the suburb living, you know, in the little in the little neighborhood living, and you get to work at your little city job. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, which is a very cool like transition. Which a lot of people didn't realize because I think a lot of people do say they're like, "Oh, well, you guys are the top of the South," and uh, you're like, "Well, like it's the most you know diverse kind of." Um, energy but
2: it is Virginia's prime real estate i love real estate.
1: this conversation because i think it goes in ek can we um get yeah. that song Absolutely. can you um <laughs> give me the intro to the song this i love this song we heard it and i think that the song explains a little bit about what you're talking about here and i'd love to start off with this song for people who haven't heard um can you just give them a rundown of what this is um the virginia song
2: well, this is called VA Anthem. This is my baby, my prize position. And basically when I'm I'm a I'm a hip hop tour guide in mm-hmm. Virginia. Uh, this is how much I profess my love for my state. I talk about 757 area. I talk about 804 area, because those are the two main areas of Virginia that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just one of those things where it's patchy, it's fun, it's twerkable. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just all around giving you a nice little guide of the ins and outs of Virginia. So this is the VA Anthem by me, your girl, Kula Von Phil.
1: Kula. Cool, uh, we'll get where you can find this out after, but we're going to play the VA Anthem. It's um fxbgpublicradio.com below the deck. We're here with Kula, cool, uh, Virginia Anthem.
0: Yeah. people say, yo, where you from, Gula? New York, Jersey, no, you from Philly, somewhere like that, right? They're like, where you from? Yo, I'm from VA, VA, yeah, baby, I'm from VA, VA, you can't deny that, too up, too down, too up, too down, lyrics get up in ya, that's how we do it. That make a tender. Oh, you ain't remember the ball and agenda. Out of Tennessee the taxes moving here, they reconsider. I, I customize that glass slipper. You puttin' dogs in the wrong shoe. Coming for that queen cone, that's something that you won't do. Oh, you did you grown, boo I got a song for you, but I'ma finesse this VA Anthem because we coming through. VA VA Yeah, baby, I'm from VA.
1: Two down, cooler man. VA anthem. You heard it here on here. Uh, cooler man. We got Queen Kong on the phone, man. All the way out from, all the way out from Petersburg, out here, VA. Stand up. The VA Anthem is out here. Get that. I'm going to listen to that in my car. I got to get that. I'm putting that on my playlist. Yeah, um, put that on the,
2: when the Wolfers is big and stuff. Yeah, it's Oh, good.
1: that's in the Benz, man. Your, Wolfers always big, man. You, you got, got, got the
2: Big Booty Judy in the passage you see when you do that. Yeah, out, ain't nobody in there. It starts working on you.
1: I'm going to just drive around <laughs> in the Benz just listening to that. Just mm,
2: mm, 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 mm.
1: <laughs> Two up, two down.
2: Also, I do want
1: to say before I get into something else. It's 540. I do like the five four zero part, but five four oh. <laughs> we made it into a nine. We stole the Drake line. We added five four oh, it's a nine now.
0: <laughs>
2: really?
1: That's why we added five four oh, it's a nine now. Shit.
2: <laughs> why why not? Why a nine?
1: That's just the that's a stupid Drake thing. What are they like saying the six is uh, turn the six upside down, it's a nine now? Is a Drake oh. line. We said add 540. Oh. It's a nine now because five plus four is nine. And then O, oh, which is oh. not an actual number. Yeah, 540. Gotcha. Oh, it's a nine now. <laughs>
2: Little clever, clever
1: arithmetic. We added 540. Oh. Yeah, we added 540. Oh. It's a nine. It's just nine now. Like, that's all we it. call it. It's
2: just nine. It's okay. just nine. Okay. Where, yeah, okay. we nine. just
1: tell people, like, oh, you and. <laughs> it was a code. It was an old code, which is funny because we used to do it before the Drake line. It was just a code to let people know where we were meeting in between the cities. Like, we would oh. instead of being like, we we're in 757, it, that's, you know what I mean? Everything's got a name. But. Five four oh like up here was 9 because five 4, 0, you're like, okay, 9. Hey, meet me in 9. I'll be in 9 or I'll be at, you know what I mean? We were doing like numbers exactly. like that. So it was just a stupid that code. Just a stupid code to tell you people. You
2: wanted to keep it low-key, though. That makes sense if you wanted to keep it
1: low-key. Yeah, we used to do stupid shit back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Everything had to be low key at some point, you know. I'm not gonna say too much about that, but at least have fun. <laughs> Just to let people know where you're at. Um, speaking of fun, where can people find um, that at? Because I know you got your music out. Um, I guess you got the the Spotify's and in the. Um, I know you have the Spotify, website,
2: the title, the Google, the iTunes, the
1: and you have the music
2: platform you listen to. You can find uh The Queen Kong mixtape is on there. The uh, EP is on there, a couple of singles, a couple of collabos. So, yeah, the catalog is steadily growing. I'm excited. About and that.
1: for those of you who are unfamiliar, Kula Voncel <laughs> is K U L A with a spa- space, V O N C I L L E. Kula Vancel. Yep. So, make sure Kula. you guys put the K Vancell. on the Kula. And yeah, Kula, like the Kool-Aid man. Oh yeah. We <laughs> talked about that right before the show. <laughs> VA secret weapon. Um Queen Kong, that's a K. That's also a K. Um, make sure you guys mm-hmm. when you look up Queen Kong, that's Queen with the K. Um, Kong obviously the same way that it is, so you guys can check that out. Um and on the IG it is Kula um hashtag what is that? what's that little underscore?
2: Kula Kula, underscore
1: Von sell. So make sure you guys check her out on the IG um, on there. So I love that um, the VA song that you just had um, that we just played on there. Did you? So I heard in the song, too. um, That was the thing. I think you mentioned this earlier. uh, You went to ODU.
2: Yes. But I did have a little stint in, like, all the HBCUs I did mention. Either my family has graduated from them Or I did, like, a semester or two, and I was just like, yeah. If you went to ODU,
1: you've been partying there, doesn't it? Well,
2: see, I guess it was one of those things where I went to school later, Mm -hmm. so I took it a little bit more seriously, which is why I graduated. But then, unfortunately, I I wouldn't say unfortunately, but when I was rocking at the HBCUs, I was was having fun. (laughs) Right. So... Yeah, I was I was pledging and I was performing and I was just like geeked out because I was around my community more. So it was like, unfortunately, I just wasn't as studious as I was when I went to ODU. ODU, I just took a little bit more seriously.
1: All right, that's that's really dope. When did you um decide that you wanted to um take music seriously? Because obviously going to college. And you have other opportunities. So you decided, like, music is your passion. It's something you really want to do because you went to school. Obviously, you graduated. And so there are other Mm -hmm. opportunities for you, too. So this is a passion for you in real life where you're like, this is something that you wanted to actually um, go after. Um, When did you decide that you would make that leap and also like how'd your family take that knowing like, oh, I'm going to college, but I'm also gonna be like, Oh, hey, by the way, got the college degree, I'm gonna be your rapper and they're like, What? <laughs> like did they were they okay with that? And like how did you come to grips well, I, with like
2: well, I didn't care if they were okay with it. One, figuring out, okay. They did they followed their dreams. I didn't they didn't ask my permission or right. they didn't ask, Hey, are you okay with what I'm doing? Like if it makes you happy and if it makes you coins, get it. Okay. But my my big girl job is I'm an optician.
1: Okay. So I don't know what that means. I'm still
2: an optician where uh, I work with eye doctors. Okay. You know it's like oh, the okay. nurse it's like the nurse to the doctor. I'm the nurse yes. to the eye doctor. Now it makes thing.
1: sense now you said that optician. Okay, now it makes sense to me. I just I was like, Well, mm, yep, doctor some doctor terminology, don't know that.
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we help you pick out your glasses and <sighs> eye contacts and Make sure the prescriptions right. We we make the glasses. We make them in a you know in the lab and stuff like that. So I, that's what I do. So when I went to ODU, I majored in industrial technology because I kind of wanted to uh, go with the opticianry line with making my own lenses and my own frames. So, but while I was doing this industrial technology thing, a lot of the marketing. Um, and industrial psychology stuff mm-hmm. had the same parallels with music. Because basically, um, when you go to school to be in um, industrial technology, it's the people that are management and overseeing a vast amount of people in an assembly line warehouse, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is kind of like assembly line, mundane, whatever, whatever, robotic. But you oversee those people in that, that realm, so I kind of paralleled it to music as my product, the CDs, the, the streaming, the vinyl, whatever tangible kind of music I could put out. that was my von seal product. And I oversee the uh, warehouse of von seal and what I put out. Mm-hmm. OK? So the same thing I took in theory and in industrial technology, I put it toward music. So when we were in class learning about consumer behavior. That helped me out more with the music than it did with opticianry. So now I could kind of understand how people buy stuff,
1: mm-hmm. their trends,
2: how to kind of like yeah. you know my, mess with their mind a little bit oh. and get them to buy what you have.
1: We're gonna work together. So
2: that's what we did. That's what I ended up doing with my degree. I basically um, kind of know how to right brain, left brain. Use my degree and not just my big girl job, but in my music career as well.
1: That's the it factor in business. and I touch on this a lot on the show, but the it factor in business, uh, people can bring me the best music that I've ever heard. And I could think like, you know, I think that this might be, you know, all some of the best music I've ever heard. They don't understand business. And I'm like, that's the it factor. Like, You don't understand how the business works. You can make the greatest song if you don't know how to sell it and how to reach people and who are the people that are buying it and how does this work as, like you were saying, using it as consumers. Who's buying my stuff? Who am I actually yeah, selling to? My I'm actually going to treat my brand like a business and that's why right. I'm making a brand. I'm not trying to make songs. I'm building a brand. You're building a name for yourself, which is a company, instead of Hey, look at my song. It's really good. Yes, yeah. people will look at it your song. If, if it's really good, good it's they'll promotable. give you some money for it. Well, they'll give you money for it, and they'll fucking promote it themselves. And then, boom, you're gone. Once yep, your song is used much. up, then, hey, they're fucking you. you didn't do the right steps, which is really getting into the consumption. And a big thing with that, too, is what you said, too, is being along with the consumers and actually caring about that is big to the consumer, which means you're more involved with them, which makes them feel more part of something that I know you've learned in the marketing world, which is team. Like, yeah. marketing, team, marketing aspect. When you make people feel part of a team, it's like sports marketing. If you say, like, hey, um, you know, like, you, you went to ODU. If there's ODU game playing, you're like, I would vote for ODU because that's me. You're not on the team. You don't go there anymore, but you still say us. Oh, I'm voting for us to win. Or we, you know, like you're a part of it. And that's where, you know, where you come in also on music, which is letting artists feel like they're a part of it, where you're like, these are songs you're making that reflect on my life. And I feel part of being able to like, oh, you actually like, if I like, oh, hey, I like these songs, could you do this? could you do some live shows over here? And you're like, I'm actually, you know, paying attention to your consumers. Where you're like, I give yes. them what they want. Hey, they put out a thing that said a lot of people would like to see me perform in X state. Like, I made sure that I tried to book a show in that state because the people asked for it. You know what I'm saying? Where they're like, oh, we asked for something and she actually did it. And that's actually, actually that's getting real the fans. is an
2: important song. Right. Because it speaks to a whole state of consumers. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's from VA who might not even know me can be like, hey, I'm from Virginia. Me, too. And I'm very proud of my state. Me, too. And I am like hip hop. Me, too. And it was like, is that yeah. a song about us? About our state? Yeah. A lot is. of people don't and have so, that.
1: They They culture vulture onto the other stuff. Which is why you see some of that stuff out here in VA where you're like people are dressed like they're from Atlanta and you're like, Why are you dressed like that? Like that's definitely how yeah. they dress in Atlanta, man. Like, take that shit off. And I know you saw the videos, but that's not like that's not yeah. what we do around here. No, it,
2: that's but not but there what we isn't do in VA. Like, stop it. There
1: isn't anybody though who's the face. You know what I mean? We had Pusher T, who's doing great out there. He's running good music and all that, but he's not a big he reps VA, but not big in the sense of pulling artists from here. You know, no, Pharrell is really. the same way, where you're like, they're very big and they rep VA hard, but they're not pulling, they're not looking for artists from VA. They're just working, being from VA, they have accepted the fact that like, yo, I work with the New York cats or I like whatever, like, you know, just get accepted into whichever lane, like kind of accepted you where you're like, okay, like VA doesn't have its own sound. Where like you know Wale. Well, yes, it does
2: it's it Well, okay, so we do the in the he underground
1: hates- scene, but not in a mainstream like you know what I mean, we don't have a mainstream vocal sound where you're like we have Timberland, we got pusher T, we got frail, all three different types of artists where it shows the dynamic, but none of them the same. They all can work together, but none of them have like it's not like you know when when Atlanta came out with the with the trap rapping, and then Chicago had drill rap. You know what I mean? Right. And Everybody had kind of like...
2: Has, VA has Southern rap.
1: I think that's what I was VA saying. Has, we have our own... It,
2: it, it's like Southern and Northern rap together. It's a very, that's I do believe, sound.
1: it's a very lyrical, very lyrical, which is what I think a lot of people don't like about it, where you're like, yo, the lyrics are heavy. People are very lyricist here, where you're like, oh, they want to go straight bars, but also... The beats are are you know either really funky or really trappy. And well, see so, that's
2: the formula. I in love that. In order to be heard in VA, you got to figure out how to mix, not being overly lyrical
1: mm-hmm. to go
2: over people's heads. You can't do backpack that's, shit. Everybody,
1: all the yeah, time. people don't like that J Cole shit. They're like, don't be fucking J yeah. Coleing me. I don't. I don't. I didn't come here to learn. That was too much for me to digest. And You're like, what? <laughs> that's rap but at, the at the its finest. Time, you
2: can't. Um, <laughs> You can't down yourself your intellectual property because you happen to be a smart rapper. Mm-hmm. I, I, get, I get that. Like, what was, what that line mean? And I'm like, oh, my God. So when I explain right. it to them, they're like, oh, they get it. And I've always wanted to be a rapper where, like, a Gambino or Eminem where, or Kanye, you Double hear the, entendre. the bar. You hear it, like, four times, and you like, hold up, let me run that. Did she just say that? And you like, you learn something about this song every time you hear it.
1: I love Jay-Z yeah. for that. Jay-Z does these stupid gems where you'll be saying something and you won't even realize what it is. Um no. My favorite one was on 99 Problems, and I never got that until, like, it was funny, it was a couple years ago, and I've listened to that song since it came out. But he says on that, where the cop is talking to him, and he says, we'll see how smart you yeah. are when the K nine comes. And he says, I got 99 yeah. Problems, but a bitch ain't one. And yeah, I like was like that, yeah. And I was like, a, I never, yeah. I said that line a million times, and I never really put it together. And I was like, holy shit! And I was like, now he just changed the word bitch into actually talking about the dog from the girl. Yeah, like he's been talking I, about I, a girl the whole time, and now well, he's, he's actually talking, talking about a dog. And you're like, damn, that shit is clever as a motherfucker. Never even yeah. got it until just now. Got that line. I've been listening to it for years, and uh, people quote that all the time. Never even got what it means. There's just, oh, night. No, I got 99 problems with a bitch. Anyone. You're like, oh, shit, he's talking about the dog. Like, oh, an actual bitch now.
2: in a song where only two people have got it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I said, um, I um like, so swiftly, I said, so swiftly, I shake it off and then pick up the pieces. They don't get it. It's a Taylor Swift in you, in, like a Taylor Swift double entendre. Mm-hmm. Because I say I swiftly, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. One of her songs is called yeah. Shake It Off. And they, and so it's like people are like, what? I don't get it. I'm like, y'all, that's a Taylor Swift reference right there, like all day long. And they're like, Those I don't get don't it. Like and it, it blows Swift. me that only certain people get that. But it's not, also like, funny because
1: it. it it's like three different ways, though, too, because Swiftly is also a Swiffer, which is that little duster, which you have to shake mm-hmm. off. After you done, you have to shake it off. So you swiftly pick up the pieces, or you swiftly mm-hmm. pick it up and shake it off, and then you dust off the piece or whatever. Like, there's a whole bunch of man. That's that's a cool lot too. But yeah, it is funny because that's why you're like it's just something that you know. What I said is is funny, but if I said it slower, you're like, oh shit, you're actually saying something else. So you're like, yes, I'm saying definitely. And
2: sometimes as a rapper, you don't realize you're double entendre to afterwards
1: yeah sometimes because like
2: you're, you're in a constant pattern of wanting to write and wanting to be lyrical and metaphorical sometimes even when you just freestyling you slip up with an entendre and you don't even realize it and so you're like huh, huh that was clever i didn't even know i did that i do it all the time and i don't realize that i'm constantly making like low-key hidden gems underneath mm-hmm. and you got to be real um you do have to be, unfortunately, you have to be really smart to catch certain people's ROM schemes and, and their um, puns and stuff. I don't really think that should be a deterrent for hip-hop mm. heads, but in VA, we do have a lot of that. We yeah, have a lot of clever it. MCs I do that, that in do real go life. over a lot of people's heads.
1: I do that in real life. If you say something to me, I will make a joke right away before you even notice. You're like, what the fuck? How do you just make that up like right now? And like That shit makes sense. Mm-hmm. They don't think it's funny. My girl don't think it's funny because it's usually inappropriate shit but I think it's funny but I'm like <laughs> you gotta at least give me credit because it did make sense and like yeah it definitely made sense but why in the fuck would you say that right away like how in yeah, the fuck And also like
2: sense, though like, I'm like oh, yeah it made
1: now. sense yeah it was funny though right you got the you got the point right of what I said they're like yeah I got the point but how in the fuck did you do that so fast and also like you definitely had to explain it because the way that you said it it came off like very abrupt <laughs> definitely throws people off they're like what and you're like no it's a joke about the and like oh you just made that up right now? You're like, yes. I heard what you said. Very clever. Yes, I was, giving you, yes, I was trying to give you a clever response. I thought it was funny. Like, apparently not. <laughs> apparently everybody did not get it. Uh, that went over a couple of people's heads. That lady looks offended. Uh, I think it's probably a little UBI. bit offensive. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, yeah. You know how it goes. I mean, that's how we do in VA. You. you get offended. You'll be yeah. fine. You'll be all right. Yeah, everybody. that's what everybody thinks around here. That's why I love living here. I always say that I'm bougie from, from living in VA. I'm like, people keep you humble around here because nobody, everybody thinks whatever they're doing is more important than whatever you're doing. It doesn't even matter. You're just driving in your car. Some soccer mom's running you off the road. You're like, what the fuck is she doing in this minivan? You're like, I don't know. She, I guess she's got to pick her kids up, but just, uh, apparently it's more important than me driving. She's trying to run <laughs> me nervous. off the road. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to a show. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. You're like, okay, thanks. Thanks for hey you want to buy my CD? No fuck your CD. You're like all right, thanks. Uh, no. I thought Virginia was for lovers. They're like yeah, well you're a little bitch.
2: Yeah, now <laughs> all you're all like lovers. what? Damn, yeah, all right. Like-
1: yeah. <laughs> normal people like are just it. mean. Yeah, normal people are mean around here. It'll Pretty keep much. you humble. It keeps you humble. People think definitely that they're, uh whatever they're doing is definitely more important than whatever you're doing, and that's always what's going on here. I love that at the shows. What's going on in this little spot? You're like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you just walking down the street on there. You're just shitting on my venue. You're like, I mean, this like we're just doing a show. What kind of show? You're like, I feel like you're a little bit aggressive. Yeah, you're a little bit aggressive asking me to like come. That's why I'm not. That's why you're not invited now.
2: <laughs> yep, either support or go away.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's a big thing in Virginia. I think that's why um, a lot of artists get deterred. Which is like it's very hard to find um, a lot of like real support like with artists that are actually like putting in effort where like you'll catch a lot of um, a lot of Internet rappers or Internet musicians where people are fronting a little bit more than they are actually out doing things. Like I noticed this a lot because I run the live shows up here. Um, So we run the live shows from here to Richmond. You know, I've been doing the the connected shows. I've been doing some of the um, just random VA showcases up here um, from all over, bringing people from everywhere Um, all the way up here to our city. And you just see a lot of people who don't actually have the following. You know, where you're like, hey, um, one of my biggest things is people want to get paid. And I'm like, okay, it's $5 a ticket, sell 10 tickets, I'll give you 50 bucks. Or sell five tickets, I'll give you 50 bucks. And they're like, I can't sell five tickets. And I'm like, well, how would I pay you the money? Like, so you're out here making songs for this, or you haven't figured out, like, there's another line here. And I think because people use that kind of as an excuse here, because, well, there is not a lot of shows. And you're like, there's not a lot of shows, but there are not not any shows I don't know if that makes sense to you where you're like there are there are not no shows I think that that's definitely like an inappropriate English statement but <laughs> yeah,
0: there are not no make- shows
1: it. where you're like there are shows there might not be a lot of them and if there's not a lot then it shouldn't be a problem for you to sell tickets to some of them but also you should be on every single one of them you know if there's only a limited amount of shows then you need to be instead of being like, oh well there's not a lot of shows so the, you know what's the point the point is, you need to be on the shows that are not a lot of shows. And also, that helps you to build a fan base so you could do your own shows.
2: Okay, so I'm going to keep it a buck. I've never been a fan of selling tickets for a show. No. Nah. I, I, as an artist, I'd never be like, hey, in order to be in this show, you got to sell tickets. no, no I don't want to be in a show.
1: Well, Cause who's going to, where a, are the fans supposed to come fan. from? Huh? Where are the fans supposed to come from? If I put your name on a flyer as a promoter, I put your name on the, the flyer, promoter. but I expect to be. But I expect by putting your name on the flyer that people are going to buy tickets for me because your name is on it. So if your okay, name doesn't generate,
2: your job. your job is to promote. My job is to be the artist. But if my you're the artist,
1: but how good is. are you as an artist? That's my thing. Oh, if oh, I by cool. putting that your name, not not saying you your music, I'm out? talking about selling wise. Cool. Like as a as a as a marketer, I'm not I'm not questioning you specifically. I'm talking in general. Just with artists in, in general. general, yes. You know what I'm saying. With can't artists be in general, an artist
2: and a promoter at the same time. But yeah, you I'm have to.
1: But you would have to be good enough as an artist to have. Like, why would people come to my venue just because I put your name now, on the flyer?
2: As an artist, it is my job. To make my name relevant,
1: right? That's which is what I why mean. You, as
2: a promoter, want me in that show, right? So, as an artist, my Spotify, my street, my uh, street soldiers, my uh, videos, my my marketing for me as an artist has to be top notch in order for a promoter to say, "Hey, I like what you're doing as an artist. I see your numbers. See I that. see your following. I want you on a show." And if you say, "In order to get in the show, you got to mm-hmm. sell tickets." I'm going to say no. Well, no. Because... If you have
1: your part, though, that's why. you. What you just said, though, alleviates you from that whole thing because you're doing your part as an artist. A lot of people are like, I put a song out on YouTube. I'm on Facebook See, and IG. to be
2: in my show.
1: Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. But we live in such a small market where you're like, people have to get on the show. We have to have more. We like If you're doing mainlining show, I have to have openers for you. The openers are not going to be as good as you are. As business-wise, you know what I mean? You're the mainliner because your name sells tickets. That's why I'd be paying you. The openers are like smaller local people who don't maybe have a name that could make a name for themselves, and they still want the same treatment that you get when you just told me the same. I'm not a promoter, so I don't know. I just see this going down. When I, I'm an agent with some with some artists, so I see sometimes some of the artists get madder, and I'm like, you're not going to get what they get because you're not the same level that they're at on promotion wise and name wise on yourself on your side and they don't get where that comes from because like you were saying before you're like you're supposed to promote it or they're supposed to promote it i'm like they can't promote something that doesn't already have a following which is something i'm trying to tell artists to make like i get what you're saying you're over um, you're over professional you're like i wouldn't even hire these amateurs
2: i wouldn't even i I wouldn't because it's still a business. Right. So when I do my open mics, um, I I hand pick people.
1: Oh, okay. I'm very
2: I'm very selective who I do shows with because I don't one, I have to protect my reputation. Two, I want the consumers to have a great show. And three, I want it to be a great networking event. So everybody wins. Mm-hmm. So it's only kind of select people that I'm gonna work with anyway. And to me, less is more. There's no point in trying to go out in Richmond and try to work with 20 artists that are uh, when I can work with five that are phenomenal. And them five artists that I'm going to work with, those are the ones that I'm going to go to a venue and say, this is the presentation that I have. This is what we want to do. This is how we will promote. This is how they promote themselves as their own entity. And this is how I will promote the venue. I wouldn't want to work with a whole bunch of artists because it's spreading yourself thin. You got appro-
1: I'm gonna hire huh? you. I'm gonna hire you to come work for me because I can't do that.
2: I don't like to give them. People, and
1: that's not I, it. I like to give people an opportunity. Though I get so hard up because Virginia is such a closed off market. Where I'm like these guys don't have no shot though. So if I'm out here and I can do it, and I'm like that's I got five cute. people. I got five people who could pay for. Like I will pay. And they're going to make enough money. You know, the five main artists will get paid and they'll make sure that the, you know, they'll bring enough tickets to sell. So, like, why not give, like, the little guy a shot? You know, somebody might step up their game maybe to me. Like, I'm like, somebody might really step up to the plate and really knock it out there where you're like, yo, I just needed the opportunity But also like some people are just like, they never will get a chance where you're like, I didn't get a chance because we don't own speakers and we don't know how to run shows and they don't know how to do booking. And you're like, I never got a shot because I wasn't, they're not business wise. Like the same way that you're saying, like business is like half of being an artist is actually like,
2: and that's Either having going, a the manager that, that knows how to run your don't.
1: business, yeah, you need a manager that knows how to do it, or you need to understand and even if you have a manager knowing how to do it, you still need to understand what's going on. So right. that's a and big that's
2: thing. What separate those people. You just don't get on. Right. Okay, you just don't. You just don't by chance be in the mall and perform, and then somebody puts you on. That doesn't happen. Because uh, even if you get on, they'll say, do you have ASCAP? And you are like, no, they're going to walk away.
1: It's going to be a whole thing. Where are your cards at? Where are your CDs? Where can we find your music? Are you not already on YouTube? How many subscribers do you have? Oh, you don't have 1,000 yet? Okay. Uh, It's going to be a whole thing.
2: It is, because they want to see. Nowadays, it's not like back in the day when we just wanted to hear your music. We didn't give a fuck about who you were. Right. But now since it's more nosy and everybody's in your business, everything's more interactive. So you really have to put on a, you got to really prostitute yourself low-key. Were you fighting for hurt? the kids'
1: views too? Because anybody out here trolling, you see with the pink haired kid, the 69 guy that just got out of jail. Yeah. He's still yeah. out here trolling. No fucking, no thing. People are still, cause those kids and all those fucking, like the kids now like are like into that bullshit trolling thing. And that's a big thing. If you have a huge internet presence, it doesn't even matter if your music is good. Like, you're just like, people like you specifically because you're trolling or, like, they think that shit's funny. Oh, ha-ha, yeah, let me disrespect the culture. Your
2: demographic?
1: They're dead. My
2: demographic but... doesn't do their trolling stuff.
1: No, we don't. No,
2: my demographic doesn't do... Oh, my demographic likes hard hard CD cases. They like. That's
1: what I'm saying. I want to. I want to. I want to insert where I can see who was producing on the album. I want to read the album nice. credits on the inside on paper. I want to have the CD to put in the in the trunk. That's
2: old school. That's old school. People don't do that anymore. And I'm like, okay, youngin, let me push you on game. I just sold two CDs to five dollars each. I just made ten dollars. How many streams do you have to get to get a ten dollar check from? Song song exchange or, or ask cap or whatever. You have to get that upon thousands. Millions.
1: One million I views one million views on YouTube will make you less than a hundred dollars. And I think well, once you get I to two get million, to of- you can get up to three hundred. You could sell physical CDs. And, yeah, $5 or whatever. And also, like, and in, in having it on the app. But also, the app is not my thing. In my car, dude, I, I drive a Benz. It's a very nice car. Uh, I'm not going to say more about it than that. But it does have a CD player in the trunk. And I put my CDs in there. Like, I actually still burn CDs and put them in the car. Like, I'm not listening to Spotify while I'm driving around. Like, I'm putting in some CDs and some shit I want to hear. And VA Anthem's about to be on it. Um, we are running over time. Oh... Miss Kula, we're running over time. I love talking okay. to you, man. I feel like I could talk to you forever. So we got to get up. We definitely got to have you come back. Um, And we're definitely going to do some link up because you are only like 30 minutes away from me. So we're going to link yes. up whenever.
2: You send me your address so I can send you the CDs and I can send you a merch shirt.
1: Yeah, when the pandemic's over, we're definitely gonna be out in the streets too. So I'll send you my address. Send me your stuff. I'll um we'll have it out there. And that's funny because we are actually talking about opening up the store soon. Um, about having actual products in the store. So we shall maybe have another place for you to sell your products coming up. But um cool is on the phone, Miss Queen Kong, that's Queen with the K. Queen Kong, Miss Cool is on the phone, um, with us all the way out here from Petersburg. We're out here in Fredericksburg. Um Ms. Kula, can you tell people where they can find you? Because we got to get off of here. I ran a little bit over on my time. It's all
2: good. I am Kula Bansil. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of that. K-U-L-A-V-O-N-C-I-L-L-E. That's Kula Bansil, also known as Queen Kong, also known as V-A Secret Weapon. Secret all Weapon. All music. Yes, I'm VA secret weapon. I come and sneak up on you, baby. You don't even see me coming. Click, clack. Honey. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all music is on um, Spotify, Tidal, Google, Apple, iTunes. All music platforms. Search Cooler Von Sale and you can find the Bars and Browse EP or you can find the Queen Kong mixtape.
1: And you guys can also check this out Um, on the playback will be on the FXBGPublicRadio.com website below the deck. Make sure you just hit up current shows, hit below the deck, and you shall see her name the way that it's spelled. And also you guys can go on the iTunes and subscribe to Below the Deck on iTunes. Just hit below the deck. Or you can type in my name, Nick Fault, which is Nick as always. Um, just put my name in or below the deck and subscribe to below the deck her name will be on there also so you guys can find out how to spell it if you forget how to spell it but also she said it like seven times on the show so just listen to the show over and over until you get it right get us our views up but Miss Kula Queen Kong thank you so much for being on the show is there anything you want to drop before we get off the line you want to give any shout outs or you got any projects coming up that people should be looking out for or anything like that
2: um, and J- July 18th, we'll be at the Pits in Richmond. Me and my uh, music family, Shady Boots, will be performing July 18th at the Pits and we'll be at Mama Michelle's SoFu Cafe on the 25th. So if you happen to be in the Richmond area, come through and check out a dope show.
1: That's going to be next Saturday is the 18th, right? Yep. Oh, I might try to come down there. You got me a ticket?
2: No, nope, it's a free event.
1: Oh, shit, so I'll wear my shirt. Come on. I'm going to bring my shirt and my CD. I'm going to get my CD signed.
2: You sure can. You sure <laughs> will.
1: Well, yeah, make sure you guys check that out, man. Thank you so much. Miss um, Gula, Queen Kong's on Thank the phone, man. Thank you so much for coming by, or stopping by on our show. We'd definitely love to have you back, and I'll definitely be in contact with you about doing some more stuff. Thank you so much for being on the show.
2: Thank you again. You have a great night.
1: You too. Thanks so much. A hey, shout-out JT, also world-famous JT. Um, down there always setting up the best interviews over here with myself and some artists over here on Below the Deck. Um, make sure you check out the top of the bottom roster. We got some of the tour coming up in July. Um, we got another show that's coming up that I don't have right on my thing. But thank you everybody for um tuning in. It's Below the Deck. I'm Nick as always. Fxbgpublicradio.com. Make sure you tune into the iTunes subscribe on there too. Peace.